Hallelujah. Last week, I shared on hope, isn't it? And I said there are three, love, faith, hope. And they are the things we really need at this time of this world. But the world is not offering us any good news. And it's not offering us any hope. But like Abraham, without hope, we can create hope. And we can believe in hope. So that whatever we want, it will surely come to pass. When God speaks, or when God gives you a dream, or when God reveals something to you, Sometimes the time he speaks and the time of fulfillment, there's a gap. And this gap, what we need to carry us through is hope. The rope to hold on between the time God spoke the word and the time you will see the thing manifesting in your life, you need very strong hope. The word is spoken, the dream is given, it brings excitement, but it's not the reality in your hand at that time. You will have to wait with patience till the fulfillment of it. And we need hope. And I started with uh, Joseph. Joseph had a very beautiful dream. Nice dream. Beautiful dream. A dream that all of us would like to have. Where the sun, the moon, and the stars, the entire heavenly host is bowing to him. The thing that gives us seasons and times are under his control. The thing that gives us day and night is under his control. And you see this and you think that by day I can have control, by night I can have control, by energy I can have control, winter I can control it. This is what God is showing me. Who won't be happy? He was so excited, he couldn't keep the dream. And if you've got a good dream, you want to share it with everybody. So excited, but not everybody will be excited with your promotion. If you do well, some people don't like you. Some people desire and their joy is for you to fail. But it doesn't matter. See, I always say that God does not need the approval of your enemy to bless you. He says, oh, prophet, I have a lot of enemies. I said, don't worry. It's not the number of enemies you have. But God will not go and say, let's vote. Whether I shall bless prophet or not. He doesn't need the entire world vote. The entire world can be against me. If God wants to bless me, he will bless me. For the entire world to know that myself plus God, we are the majority. See, Joseph had this dream and he told it to his father and his brothers and his father rebuked him. 
and said to him, what is this dream that you have dreamed? Even his father, he did what? He rebuked him as if he intentionally concocted the dream. He had a dream. He didn't manufacture the dream. He slept and he had a dream. The father rebuked him. Even his own father rebuked him. So if your friends rebuke you and don't like you for what God is going to do in your life, don't cry. This father loved Joseph. He sued in what? Coat of what? He gave him honor. He gave him glory. Anytime he moves out coat of many colors, this guy is honored everywhere. You see the beauty of that guy. He sees that things are nice for him. Coat of many colors. The moment he appears, he stands out. This man who wanted his son to stand out still did not like the dream that will make him stand out. Sometimes, if you have a dream, if somebody will be lifted, you'll be happy. But if they say he'll be lifted above you, how many of us will be happy? Joseph walked. And one day he decided to visit his brothers. And when the brothers saw him, do you know what they said? Here come the dreamer. Nobody likes dreamers, especially when your dream is higher than theirs. Joseph have done nothing. You don't need to do something against your enemy to hate you. This world, you don't need to do anything bad for people to hate you. Some people will hate you just because you have nice dress. They then arrested him. You know what they did first? They took his coat, the thing that attract his glory. Come therefore, let us now kill him and cast him into the pit, and we shall say, some wild beast has devoured him. He shall see what will become of his dream. Dreamers don't die. Dreams keep people alive. If that dream is from God, it doesn't matter what plan. Even the devil can be the chairman of the planning committee to destroy you. You won't die. God has a way of bringing you out. They said, we will kill him, then he will see that dream, how it will come to pass. But Reuben heard it, and he delivered him out of their hands and said, let us not kill him. Anytime, don't worry. It looks like everybody is against you. Sometimes there is one person planted. God has his one person who has you at heart. But he may not even come out openly to say, I like the guy. But he's a spy among them so that he can help you and deliver. Reuben came and said, shed no blood, but cast him into this pit, which is in the wilderness, and do not lay a hand on him. 
that he might deliver him out of their hands and bring him back to his father. He said, let's put him into the pit. He knows what he's saying. If they kill him, he can't bring him back to life. But if they put him there, later he can come and bring him out and deliver him. So it came to pass, when Joseph had come to his brother, that they, they did what? Something the enemy knows how to strip you. He stripped Joseph of his tunic. The tunic of many colors. He takes away your glory. He makes you look like a laughing stock. When he comes, that is what he does. He will take away your clothes. He will take away your beauty. He will take away your confidence. He will take away what you have. So they said, we are going to strip you out of your descent. So they removed his coat of many colors. What attracts people? What will make people favor you? They will take it away. But Joseph had hope. Fast forward. After they've taken it, they took him in. Eventually, he went through a certain uh, period, one place to the prison. Then, in the prison, he was in the prisoner's dress because his coat of many colors, he didn't go with it. For many years, he's even forgotten that there is a, he, he will remember, ah, I used to have some nice coat. I used to have this. Somebody said, oh, I used to have a nice car. Now I'm walking. Don't worry. I used to have a nice job. I used to have a driver who drives me. Now I don't have a car. Don't worry. I used to have a house. And now they have sold it. You run into debt and you lost your house. And now you're staying with your, your friend and uncle. A family house. Someone who had a house, you bring the family there. Now, you've been reduced. But it shall come to pass. Amen. Joseph had a dream. His hatred came from the dream because of the dream. But his upliftment will be because of the dream too. He interpreted the dream and he asked the man, if you go, go and remember me. Yet the chief butler did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. Look, that is a human life. We know how to forget the right thing and remember the wrong thing. Then God himself decided that I will remember him. God, if man forgets about you, God will remember you. In between that time, hope was keeping Joseph. From the time he lost his coat of many colors, he had a dream. Till that time, there was the vacuum called hope. He still knew that if God had revealed this thing to me, it will still come to pass. Every dream will go through phases. Downward thread, opposite direction. God said, you are great, but you yourself, you see that you are going down. God said, you are rich, and you know there's nothing in your pocket. Your bank account is empty. God says, you are strong. He said, no, I'm not strong. So that's what the Bible says that. Let the weak say. It doesn't mean that you are not weak. When you are weak, the promise of God is that 
you are strong. You don't look at your present condition to determine yourself because you are not the present. You are the future. God remembered him. He made the king have a dream. And how can you have a dream if you don't understand? Why do you get worried? But the king was so disturbed. The Holy Spirit stirred the king up and God never gave the king peace until he got the answer. He called all his magicians. Now it came to pass. That's where I got to last week. And it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled. Look, because God has promised you, he's going to trouble somebody's spirit. You're not going to beg him. He was in prison. He couldn't go and even lobby for himself. He, his master was uh, Potiphar. Potiphar would not go and lobby because if I lobby and you come by, you go and chase my wife again. And it came to pass that his spirit was troubled. And he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all eight wise men. And Pharaoh told them his dream. But there was no one who could interpret them for Pharaoh. God made sure even they couldn't even lie to Pharaoh about the dream. Normally they would tell him certain things, but they couldn't. Then the chief butler spoke to Pharaoh, saying, I remember my faults this day. What is the fault? When Pharaoh was angry with his servant and put me in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, both me and the chief baker, we each had a dream in one night. Each of the us dreamed according to the interpretation of his own dream. Now there was a young Hebrew man with us there, a servant of the captain of the guard. And we told him, and he interpreted our dreams for us. To each man, he interpreted it according to his own dream. And it came to pass, just as he interpreted for us, so it happened. He restored me to my office and he hanged me. Exactly what he said came to pass. And the king said, wow. So there's somebody in the prison like that with all this potential. Go and bring him. And Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. And they brought him quickly out of the dungeon and changed his clothing and he shaved. So when he came out, young man with hair all over, if you look at him, you couldn't even identify him. Life had whipped him so much that he changed. So they shaved him. Then Changed his word, his clothing, and came to Pharaoh. He changed his prison dress and now put in a liberty dress. Amen. Your clothes is going to be changed. Amen. Let them take the first one, your glory, and every the latter glory will be greater. Let's look at the letter glory. The fair glory, his brothers took it, the coat of many colors, took it, destroyed it. But let's look at it. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream. 
and there is no one who can interpret it. But I have heard it said of you that you can understand a dream to interpret it. And Joseph directed him to God. So Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, it is not in me. God will give Pharaoh an answer of peace. Most pastors like us, we always want to take the glory. When people say, oh, pastor, they, they say, you, you can cast out demons. Oh, fabra, fabra, fabra. Me, me cast nice. No, 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 no. All the time we want to take the glory. It is not in any man. It is just by grace that I am here talking to you. God can use you to say the same thing to us. So it's not prophet and not that matters. It is God who is speaking is the one that matters. So he showed Joseph uh, Potiphar that the source of your interpretation of dream is not from Joseph, but it's from God. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Behold, in my dream, so he said the dream, let's move after the dream, go and read it for yourself. Then, after he said the dream, and Pharaoh said the servant, can we find such a one as this? After he interpreted, he gave him the how to solve it. They find some men, do this. So he said, then find, then, can we find such a one as this? A man in whom is a spirit of God. This is Pharaoh speaking about who? Joseph. He realized that, look, the spirit in my magician is different. This one, there's a spirit of the Lord. Can we find someone like that? Let's look at what he did to him. And then Pharaoh said to Joseph, in as much as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house. And all my word shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. I will only be a ceremonial president. You will be running the state. Joseph was not qualified. By Egyptian rule, this stranger cannot be their ruler. He is a slave. Brought as a slave to come and rule those who brought him. Who can do this? Jehovah God. Hope was keeping him. And look at what happened. Oh, God. And Pharaoh said to him, See, I have set you over the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring off his hand and put it on Joseph's word. What is a signet ring for? Authority. He removed his own authority and gave it to Joseph. Never done that this is when you put this ring on something, bah, it's like me, Pharaoh, who have done it. 
The same way Jesus has given you his name. His signet. That in my name. Whatever you say and pray in my name. It's like me, Jesus, putting my stamp on it. So, he did not only gain that. He was given his authority. Uh, then Pharaoh took his signet and put it on Joseph's hand. And he did what? He clothed him in what? A garment of what? Fine linen. And put a gold chain around his neck. His cloth was taken away. No gold was on his. It's just an ordinary dress with colors. But this one has price in it. The old one was taken. A new one was given. Let the enemy strip you from your glory. There is a better glory. Better glory that God is going to clothe you with. And he had him do it right in the second chariot, vice president, which he had. And they cried out before him, bow the knee. So he set him over all the land of Egypt. It's not only his brothers. His brothers rather was, their selling him was expanding his kingdom. If they had left him there, it is only the 12 of them and their father and mother. <laughs> but now, he's been, what you look like is disadvantage to you, God is going to use that to expand you. Eventually, his brothers came there to buy food. His dream said that they bowed before him. And they never thought they would bow before that small boy. So Joseph brothers came there to buy. And Joseph brothers, 10 brothers came down to buy grain in Egypt. And when they met Joseph, what did they do? Now when Joseph was governor over the land, and it was he who sold to all the people of the land, and Joseph brothers came and did what? And did what? And did what? Bow down before who? Him with their faces to the earth. He didn't even add that one. <laughs> you see, God said it. It didn't look it will come to pass. Men tried to frustrate the word of God, but God's word will surely stand. It doesn't matter how difficult situations are. What have God said? It, what matters is what God is saying. Yes, the fact that God has said it doesn't mean that it's very easy. Sometimes you see contrary wind against what God has said. I say, has God said it? Yes, God has said it. Did God really reveal it? Yes, he revealed. Why am I going through this? Because of the dream. It doesn't matter. Joseph had a dream. 
his brothers, his father, everybody bowing to him. Man thought he has finished with the dream. By selling him means that a slave can never be a master. But for your information, even Potiphar who bought him, anytime he meets Joseph, this boy used to be my servant. Now he is my master. It doesn't matter what matters is the plan of God concerning you. What is the plan of God? He said, this is the plan I have towards you. God has a plan for us. And the plan is not bad, but it's good. It's a plan that is good, though. Eh? It's not a bad plan, but it's a good plan. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thought that I think towards you. This is God talking. Women say, oh, God, why, young boy, why am I me alone? Look at how I'm suffering. You know, sometimes you stand at a child and you're suffering. Everything you do, it doesn't work. And everybody, where you go, things are doing well for you. Then somebody come and he kicks you out. Say, God, why? Am I not serving you? God, I'm living faithfully before you. Look at what is happening to me. He said, this is the plan I have towards you. Say the Lord, thought of what? Thought of what? God have a mind so that you can have a peaceful life. A peaceful life in a world of war. The entire world lies in the hands of the enemy as if the devil want to crush this world. Everywhere. You look at your left, you look at the north, you look at our east, no place is easy. Nothing seems to favor you as if we are in the midst of hell and we know problems are rooting out. And within there are wars. Seems not to be peace as if the conditions are good for the devil to operate. And if you can think very well, as if you'll be afraid. But Joseph trusted in God. He said, in the midst of this, I have a thought for you, a mind for you, a mind that you'll be peaceful in the midst of all this crisis. You'll have peace in the midst of petrol prices going up. You see, those things doesn't make your life. If our hope in this world is only to build houses, to buy cars, to have fat bank accounts, to marry many wives, and marry many husbands, and having many side If that is all our hope, then the Bible says that we are, we are the most miserable. Even this life, only we have hope in Christ. 
We are all of men most pitiable. Look, our central hope is in Christ. Amen. Let him take everything from us. You have Christ. Amen. Say, oh, Pumet. Your church. If somebody can be taking your church from you, I say, is it my church? Did I die for any one of you? <laughs> huh? Did I die or my wife? Did they die for you? We didn't die for you. Jesus is the one who died for you. If you take it, thank you, sir. Master, God, I'm unemployed. Find me another job for me. If I have business, you go and rob me somewhere and destroy my business. That's not my end. I will rise up again with better uniform, better dresses, and better position. Look, if things have crashed in your life, I'm bringing you the word of hope. You will rise up again like Joseph. It shall be well for you again in life. Don't say my life has ended. No, your God is still with you. And with God, all things shall be possible. Never allow any situation to crush you. You are made to crush situations. Situations are not made to crush you. You are made to crush them. So when they come, I am telling you, they can't crush you. You will crush it. Joseph crushed that situation. The situation came to crush him. They thought that by doing all that to Joseph, it will crush him. At the end of the family, Joseph was not crushed. He rather crushed the situation. His brothers were afraid. When they realized it was Joseph, they couldn't identify him when they met him first. Those who stripped you of your glory, of your honor, of whatever it is. Look, later they will see you. And they won't be able to recognize you. Not because you have changed for the worst, you've changed for the best. <laughs> Look at you. I said, is that you? At the end, they started saying, my father says, uh, uh, they wanted to just give story. He said, Look, you meant it. For evil. But as for you, you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good. In order to bring it about, to bring it about as it is this day. To save many people alive. You should be able to interpret what you go through into the context in which you are in. He said, the reason why you might have said, oh, want to kill the guy, want to throw, want to sell him. But to God, he wants to save many lives. If he had left me in that place, I will only take care of my family. My family don't have what it takes to gather food for the entire world. My family cannot farm. We don't have the economy to be able to take care of the world economy. So he's place me in a very good place 
where I can help the entire world, not only a family. So whatever is happening to you is a promotion. You meant it for evil. But God meant it for good. He understood why he was sold. He wasn't bitter towards his brothers. If it's you, your senior brother, I said the one who was who held you and was in some of them were hitting you and putting you. Say, hey! Near you, way. If you lack understanding, that's what you do. And I know most politicians lack understanding. If we understand, we will work for the benefit, not only for Ghana, but the entire Africa, entire world. Joseph had that understanding. That, look, it didn't mean that you didn't do something against me. You did it. But retaliating, realizing, where is it taking us to? You did it. But I have a reason. I have thought through. I know the reason. Now where I am, I don't need to fight you again. I am in a good position even to help you. So I will use my position to help so that we all move up. Today, that's where God wants to take us. All of us, pastors, everyone, God wants to bring us to a certain area. You might have gone through situations. Today, I want you to be encouraged that don't put things at heart. It will kill you quick. I know it's difficult. I know it hurts. But if you have hope for the future, you'll focus on the future. Focus on what God wants to do for you. And forget about what people will do for you. The Bible says that a living dog has hope than a dead lion. But for him who is joined to all the, the living, there is hope. For a living dog is better than a dead lion. Dogs were not respected in Israel. So when they want to insult you, they use dog. Even that one is better than a dead lion. What can a dead lion do? With all its strength, the king of the forest, a dead lion, some small mouse can jump on the dead lion and play over it. So don't worry. What you need is life. Once God gives us life, we will make it. This is my prayer that God gives us long life. God bless you.